Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 110 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa, and they will roast your order for you when you make it. That means they're not roasting dozens and dozens of pounds and hoping they sell it. Oh, no. They are roasting coffee specifically for whoever ordered it and shipping it to them. That's fresh. That's how you do it. So check it out. Go to www.couchtowncoffee.com. Find a coffee you like and make an order. And when you do, let them know Audible Farm sent you. Enter the code word Audible Farm and they will give you 20% off. 20% off the freshest coffee in Iowa. Hard to beat that. Check them out. www.couchtowncoffee.com. Thanks, Couchtown. This episode features Jesse Wilson. Jesse has been playing music as a solo artist over the last year or so, maybe. And uh, he's really kind of coming on to his own. I talked to him a little bit on an episode, uh, you know, I guess I don't have it up now, but somewhere in the, you know, in the past, I did talk to him. Him and Clint Riedel jumped on an episode together when, when Jesse was first kind of jumping back into the scene. And uh, since then, he's he's made a music video. He's he's made some of his own tunes. He's doing a lot of the work himself, and you know I commend him for that. That's really cool. He's he's pulling it off well, and it sounds great. All of his tunes sound good, and the music video looks great. Uh, we'll get into all that stuff in the podcast here, plus a little bit more. So uh, check it out. This episode one ten with Jesse Wilson. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host. Peter Stockdale. Sitting down today, I got Jesse Wilson back with me. Uh, Jesse, it's been a while since I talked to you on the podcast. As a matter of fact, um, I think the last time I talked to you on the podcast was like, you were kind of coming back into the music scene. You had just written a song that you were doing the music yep. video for it, and uh, it hadn't quite been released or anything like that. But you've been going to jam nights and and things like that up in Barnum, and it's been a while. But you know you've you've been busy. That's right. Yeah, man. So, uh, what kind of stuff have you have you been up to, generally speaking? I guess still hitting up jam night on Tuesday, getting some getting some practice in there. That's always a good. That's a good experience for a musician. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've recently got a studio rolling at my house. I've been doing gigs, steadily getting gigs now, so that's good. Picking up, and I'm recording some original music, and that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, those like Barnum jams are like some of the funnest things ever. I mean, like I don't know why I just look at that. It's like this is so fun to just be able to go out there and just play with other people, and like all of our confidence levels are slowly building. We're getting comfortable like being around one another and playing with one another to the point where like you're jumping in on the bass. You know, right, right, and it's right, like, right. do you play the bass? It's like, well, no, but like, can you play the bass? And you're like, well, I mean, I could try. And then it's mm-hmm. just like, play this note. And you're like, it's over here. It's like, well, you know where everything's at. You'll figure it out, you know. And those are good times. It's, it's fun. It's really fun because I mean, like, that's what I'm doing up there, honestly. Like, I know how to play a bass, but I don't really, I'm not a bassist. Right. But you, you know, it's kind of fun to get up there and like halfway through a song, you're like, I'm rocking out to this. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm getting into it. Feeling you know? it. Yeah, and, uh, those are some of the funnest times because you get like musicians that don't get to generally play with each other, and you all get together and just have an awesome jam, good times. Yeah, I mean, every time somebody shows up in drums, it's like yeah, I, like everyone cheers. It's yep, like thank yep. God there's a drummer here. This Finally. is the best thing ever, you know. And it's pretty fun because like uh, like Carson was on the drums the other day when yeah, she yeah. showed up, and I'm like, I didn't know you could play drums. She's like, I don't play drums. I'm like, right, you pl- right. you're better than me, you know. <laughs> like, come on, play the jam, drums, man. you know. Good so, time. You know, that's just like super fun. I like being able to go up there and play like, you know, 
tag on bass lines to your songs or like bass lines to Clint's songs and or like you know play leads to somebody's stuff or like go up there and you know these are songs that no- normally I would want to play at jam night so I'll play them on acoustic and you're playing bass and Debo's playing leads uh you know Debo's Dan Blair but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know shout that, out Dan Blair yeah no shit my, my lead guitarist right <laughs> That's now so cool like yeah. uh in a matter of like no time he had you know I talked to him on the first podcast and he wasn't really playing shows anymore. And then I talked to him, you know, a hundred episodes later and he was like, you know, I'm looking to get out there and play some more, you know, and stuff. So I was like, we'll start coming with me to jam nights. And I just started dragging him with jam nights to the point where like, Oh, you know, got my attention. Yeah. Jesse was just like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to have somebody play lead guitar with me, you know, cause it's, it's pretty neat when, you know, if, for a while, there was no bassist there, and if nobody's playing drums, it's just a acoustic and a lead, so you sure. get that environment that you normally would never get just playing by yourself, right, right. you know? So you're like, oh, this is neat, you know? And, Heck yeah. You know, now we've, my buddy gets to play music with we've you. We've actually did about four shows together, and I guess if you count Jam Night, that's a practice show there. So, I mean, we're just getting rolling, and we're getting booked, and it's starting to pick up. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, man. I, this is like the thing is like every time I talk to to Dan, because I talk to him a little bit more than I talk to you, like off the podcast. But like mm-hmm. he's just like, yeah, man. Every show it keeps getting better. Like yep. I thought I did good the last show, and then this show is like, oh, I did better this show than I did last show. And I thought I was good at the last, you know. And our and, set list is rotating too to just kind of keep it upbeat and writing new stuff. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Exciting. Yeah, I mean that's that's another cool thing about like writing music and stuff is is now you have a studio and it's like when you think like studio, everyone's like, oh you've got these like crazy like partitioned mm-hmm. off rooms with like glass <clears throat> things and these huge mixers and stuff and it's like i, I got like a laptop and a microphone perfect. dude. you know and that's all you need yep. isn't that the wildest thing because when i first set up like my and i always like i'm a quote-unquote studio you know like right, when right. i set up my studio i don't ever say that because it's just like well it's just a laptop on a table with with like a microphone it's Some like nice like, monitors you know i don't even have monitors it's just like i just have headphones because right, right. i don't know i mean It'd be nice to have some monitors, actually, instead of relying on just the laptop sound if you want, you know, because that's not enough. But it is one of those funny things where it's like you really don't need almost anything to, you know, you don't need elaborate stuff. You don't need, you know, thousands of dollars worth of mixers and stuff. And my setup, yeah, it's 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 on the downside, but it does what it needs to do. And it just, yeah, I'm blown away, you know, like, you know, the stuff you're showing me or the stuff I get to listen to, I hear on the regional rock hour, even, you know, kind of cool. It's like, dude, this is cool. He's making this all, you know, himself, you know, at his place. Just released my first one I ever did in my home studio, 1027 studios, hammer down. That was on regional rock hour a couple weeks. ago. very cool. That's really cool. You know, and shout out to Mason for that. Absolutely. Um, Almost every single week when I tune in, he says, says something about audible farm whether or not he's playing three finger baddies so does good stuff for local artists and iowa artists he's it's great yeah it's awesome so uh shout out mason for for playing some tunes but i mean like that was like the crazy thing so i was just like you go online it's like oh if you want the best microphone you need this 400 and it's like no i don't i just need i need the the basic thing the thing that everyone has you know and it's uh you know these microphones aren't anything special and it's one of those fun things when i talk to other podcasters and i'm like yeah, like you wouldn't know, you know, and nowadays cheap stuff, I don't say cheap stuff, but like inexpensive stuff is like almost as good as the high dollar stuff. So like sure. the entry level stuff is not that bad if you want to get into sure. like try and making a studio. It's like it. the biggest part you're going to need, I guess, is a computer of some sort, but yeah, computers aren't software. even aren't even terribly expensive. And even like free software is not bad because sure. we were talking before this, like GarageBand. Yeah, GarageBand. Like it's one of those ones that everybody, you know, everybody knows GarageBand. It has an, you know, an Apple computer or has had one, but it's like one of those things where, you know, that's what I use. And it's just fun to, to be able to do with like a podcast and, and, 
you know, record stuff for fun. It might not be the best professional software because you don't get much extra stuff with it really but right. uh but as far as basics go like you can pull off stuff with that i know people that have actually recorded albums and singles with it that you're like I believe it like, yeah i had fun messing around with it yeah and uh, God, that's just like the mind-blowing thing to me is like the people i've run into so many people even in the last like 10 episodes where it's like oh you made this yourself like this is insane this right. is so good you know and like before this podcast you were like hey you gotta you gotta listen to these new tracks and it's like oh this is really cool you know and it's not even you know properly mixed or mastered yet but it's like you made this here and it's like you know this is Very like a cool. quick five minute mixing job that's this great is too because if you get an idea or so, like inspiration strike you just push record and you got it laid down and I, I think i forgot more cool stuff than i wrote down honestly oh my gosh i'm not doing that you know and that's you don't have to worry about that anymore. And that's super smart, especially when it's like that easy, when you can just, you know, walk over to a computer and just be like, boom, and just plug it in yep. and be like, here we go. Even if I need to re-record it tomorrow to sound better, here's what it sounds like, you know? And that's one of those really cool things that awesome. I always, you know, I should take advantage of that more. I did for a while. And then I ended up with like a whole bunch of stuff and I never went through it to try to make good music out of it. And I just kind of gave up, but it, that's, you know, it's so cool that people doing, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, I just look at some of the people like you out there grinding and just grinding away. And it's like, man, I, I wish I had my nose, to the grindstone like you guys do. Cause you're out there just creating stuff and shout out Tyler Childers. <laughs> you know, it's really great that you guys are out there, out there constantly making yeah, stuff cool. and it's fun times right now. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're making new music. You're playing, you're playing covers that people know you're playing covers that people like, that might not fit the genre that you're sure. in and you're, and people are just like, holy cow, I know this song. And it's like the weird songs, like even though it's genre skipping, everyone knows it and it gets them, gets it's, them moving and stuff. And live shows are getting real fun. Yeah. And, uh, speaking of live shows, you like came out to the rock and picnic and hung out at the rock and picnic for Great a while. Great experience. Great experience. Yeah. And, uh, that was, uh, one of those fun things where, you know, I, Clint was there, Clint Riedel was there and, uh, you know, Vinny was there, Vince Beneshek. I've talked to both of them recently on the podcast, and cool and they got booked on the show. And I was, you know, it's kind of a weird thing because like Vinny was booked as like an acoustic act for a while, and then he ended. They were like, "Can you play a full set?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can play a full set." So he ended up doing that instead, which left an acoustic set open. And uh, luckily enough, you were there. And Showed up at the right time. Yeah, and uh, you know those Barnum jams do come in handy because I was at a Barnum jam night and uh, Scott Dahl came out for one for just a little bit and he just kind of i was just like hey what are you up to tonight and he, he swung out and talked to me for a little bit at the barnum jams and it's the first time i met him was out there that night yep. yeah it was really cool because it's uh you know you, you never know who's watching you know sure. and uh and he was you know enamored with it enough he was just like oh i know this guy can play music he can sing well he can play tunes that are you know family friendly or or whatever and and i think we walked back and you reintroduced me to him made sure we yeah knew each other Very yeah cool. i mean well i mean that's just something i always try to do for my friends is just like if i can try my best to give them like the best opportunities you, you know like, you, you, you bring know. your guitar i'm like no but i'm pretty sure i can get one yeah that, yeah cool. exactly that was like a joke we had always made like talking about the rock and picnic on the podcast it was like if you come to the rock and picnic bring your gear you don't, you never Heck, know what's yeah. going to happen you never know what's going to happen that. you know and now you now you know it's yep. just like that's how it happens you know and uh because you never know maybe they're ahead of schedule behind schedule someone has a short set you never know you know right. somebody's sick band can't make it the day of flat tire we never know sure. and, uh, especially when you're booking like nine or ten different acts it's, it's like uh chances are high that something's gonna happen sure. so it's really kind of cool that you know we go to the show and it's just like oh jesse's here you know it's like jesse do you know scott scott jesse it's just like if nothing else like introduce you guys so sure, he, that was so cool. he knows cool. who you are and um maybe next year rock and picnic whatever you know and uh 
So I, you know, I, I mean, try, <laughs> I always try my best to just be like, Hey, make sure everybody kind of knows each other. And, um, you know, I don't really have any, any ill will towards anyone. I don't really pick any favorites and I don't really want to be like, you know, I don't side with one musician over the other. I just, I just think it's kind of fun to have everybody, you know, at least be aware of one another, you know, another jam night, maybe Scott shows up and plays drums, you know, or, you know, somewhere else, another jam night is, cool. you know, across across the county or in a different county one county over a couple towns mm-hmm. over and we all show up and at least everybody knows each other it's kind of fun to just know each other and Very you know cool. shout out to scott for showing up to a jam night that was the night we were outside yep, though outside and uh scott's not much of like a cajon player so he was like ah, i'm not gonna play today so just hanging out yeah so he just hung out but you know it ended up being beneficial because at the show when sure i like did. reintroduced you guys i was like hey uh jesse scott you know and jesse plays music you know and uh you kind of need another person, so maybe maybe Jesse could play. And it was one of those kind of cool things where just kind of all the pieces kind of fell into I place. I felt like uh, that moment was like when <clears throat> preparation met opportunity, and it just worked out great. It went on stage, played like I kept playing the songs and looking over, and he's like, "Play another one, play another." I was like, "Cool." Clint came up and did come back home with me. Great oh yeah, experience. yeah, yeah. So I, there was probably three hundred people in the crowd and more at the campers. Oh yeah, I mean. Like 300 people maybe directly in front of the stage. The crazy thing is when you're on stage, you can't see how many people are off to the right of the stage. Yeah. Like, Because there's a pile of campers right next to the stage on the right. And that place was flooded. It was the biggest crowd I've played for. And the cheers were cool, too. It was a good time. Yeah, it's tons of fun. I remember my first time playing Rock and Picnic. I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to like this. And I'm like, I'm super nervous and stuff. And people are like, this is awesome. Like, do you guys play, you know, how long can you play? Do you play bigger gigs? And I mean, they were just, they were loving it. And it's, you know, it's good to to feel that you know in a town especially like you know a small town like Humboldt doesn't get too much stuff like that and uh right you know that's kind of where I'm from originally so it's it's also nice to be able to go there and promote it and and sometimes play on the show you know very cool and uh you know and that's another thing like rock and picnic sometimes things happen where like they'll people will throw together bands that that might be like the one show they play you never know you know that's happened to me before you know and that's you guys rocked it i'm sure yeah um you know there are actually videos online you know somewhere um but yeah anyways that's like one of those super cool things we talked about on the rock and picnic like you never know what's going to happen bring your stuff and then all of a sudden it was just like uh it was almost like and i told you so moment you know uh-huh. like like check this out and and you did go back and get your guitar uh was that your first time playing with the uh, Cause like you had a, did I believe you had like your Yamaha with you? Was yep, that like the Yamaha. first show you played with that yep, actually? Yep. Just oh, it's so wild. It you know, cool. my boys were with me. Oh that's, yeah. That's the first time they ever seen their dad rock out. They loved it. It was just a great experience. Loved every minute of it. Yeah. I remember you were playing and I didn't know they hadn't seen you play live yet. And Clint said something about it. And then when, um, when you were done, they like, I was like kind of being a stage hand. So I was kind of helping stuff yep, up yep. on, up and off the backside of the stage. But when you were done, they come run into the backstage. It was, like, awesome. it was so super awesome. cool. They were, they were loving it, you know? And I never think too much about that. I mean, I don't have kids, but you know, especially like if your kids have heard you just like sitting at home playing guitar, you know, it's just like, well, that's, that's neat and stuff. But then when they're yeah, just like, different. Yep. then when you go stand in front of a bunch of people and everyone, and you're like, Oh, all these people are watching my dad play music, yeah, you know? Yeah, pretty cool. Glad they were there. Yeah. Awesome. And it, it actually, ah, gosh, it just brings the whole family atmosphere of the Rock and Picnic back around full circle. Definitely will be back. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, Bags Tournament, the whole nine yards. It was it was tons of fun. Um, I auctioned off the guitar I painted and everything. That did real Bun- well. Bunch of other stuff. So 
Uh, Rock and Picnic, you want any more information on that, scroll back to the uh, the uh, older episodes with the Rock and Picnic a handful. It's like 105 or something. But yeah, um, since like all that kind of stuff's happened, we at, at the end of the last time I talked to you, you were in the process of making a music video. And, uh, and then COVID. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was like the very beginning of it. That yep. was... That was one of the last face-to-face podcasts I did for a while. You know, I tried my best to steer steer a little bit clear sure. of people. But, uh, you know, it's super crazy that, like, that all happened. But you did have a music video that got made. Um, and it, it came out. Come Back Home is a music video. It's available on YouTube if you guys search Jesse Wilson. Yep. Come Back Home. As a matter of fact, I'll just put it in the description section. How's Perfect. that? It'll be the, Come be back the thing home. in the description section. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to actually see that kind of kind of finish because I got to see you guys shooting, and I tried my best to kind of like stay off to the side. Tyler I, Kennedy, Moreland Studios came out, did his thing. Yeah, and it was really neat because it was like right before everything had kind of closed down, and you did like a shoot in uh, the junkyard in Barnum, and so like we are all there, um, doors are all closed and everything. We were like. That was when we were like, let's be as safe about this as possible. Like, we're locking Still the doors. It was, I had a blast those days. Yeah. Soon. And so I'm sitting way down at the end of the bar, and everybody's kind of trying to steer clear of each other, but still shoot a music video because mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on. And right. So uh, you guys end up, like like I said, you were take after take after take, and it was like, this is super cool to watch, like, how this is all going down. And it actually inspired me to, like, make a music video for That's Clint, awesome. which, is, which is pretty neat because it was like, well... I've always taken to, like we said before, with like the studio, it's like you don't really need super fancy high dollar stuff to pull something off. Yeah, you can shoot it with an iPhone. And then I found out that like, you know, other bands I know have been shooting music videos with iPhones and it's like, I I didn't know. Why not? You know, it's like if you can fool me with this and somebody finally said it like a year or two later, it's like, oh, that was with like a two year old iPhone. Like, that's wild. That's pretty good. So I'm going to try that. So I tried it and pulled it off, you know, fairly well. It wasn't nearly as well produced as yours i'm not trying to say mine wasn't any good but like it's good i've seen it yeah dude i want to say though like yours is like legit yours was something that like if you turn on the tv and see something that you know would be on the tv that's what yours looks well, like it's you, uh it's i mean the obviously the tune is awesome it, the covid thing actually worked out kind of because they weren't busy out in california where my the guy that shot at tyler kennedy my buddy so he's back working construction and he came over and shot the video he looked like the terminator one day did this big old apparatus on for stable it was awesome (laughs) yeah i mean he had he had gadgets and gizmos and all sorts of crazy stuff going on and and like i said i just took a page out of his playbook on like how to how to kind of do it and how Mm -hmm. to sync everything up and and get it all in there and it was it worked out really really well of uh you know, I'm trying my best to do like a couple other ones for other people and kind of keep them late. keep them on the download. Yeah, I need one of those. That's what, my next thing. I'm gonna go on Amazon and get one of those. You there know, you go. Uh, take twelve. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> no, but that's like really cool that that ended up coming out. Uh, you got a lot. I don't. I don't have my phone, but like there was a lot of uh, views on on YouTube. I can't remember where it topped out at, but 2000 it's two like, thousand about right now. Yeah, I think. That's wild, it's dude. good video. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it'll be in the description section. So wherever you're listening, scroll down into the description and, and click on the link. Check it out um, at, the end of the, at the end of the podcast or right now and then come back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, and that's one of those super cool things where I was like, this guy's doing it all on his own. 
um, you kind of just showed up on the scene where like, I can, you know, I can kind of write some music here and I can, I can do some stuff, you know, and you go to jam nights and you start honing your craft a little bit and you're getting a little bit better at like playing leads and doing things like that, you know, Thank it's, you. and it's, it's really cool to see, you know, slowly get better and, and show these things like along the way where it's just like, well, here's a song I made, you know, and you're, you're not scared to just be like, I'm going to just going to put this out as a single, you know, and, sure. and just check out this song and you got, you know, maybe I'm not going to make a music video for this one, but check this out, you know, and so you got a bunch of that kind of stuff going on. And it really kind of makes me, you know, makes me happy to see you working so hard, you know. And thanks, man. I and, appreciate it. And not only that, but like every song, it seems like you're trying to feature, you know, other musicians from around the area to kind of. I think if you're not doing that around here, you're not a fool. But you know, not there's a lot of talent around this town. We're all pals. I mean, we might we should all be collaborating, making just I think. Yeah. Making magic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if nothing else, it's a it's good exposure for everybody involved. But like. I also feel like why not, you know, it's like uh, if we're making like a big giant recipe and everyone is a different ingredient, why wouldn't you want a little bit of this ingredient in there? You know, it's like obviously like pizza's good with like sauce, cheese and and dough, but like why wouldn't you want to throw some pepperoni on it? You know, like bring in that Jeremy Ober, he's the pepperoni or or whatever, you know, and you know, it's like that's every, it seems like every single song you got somebody different kind of doing something different or you're always just like, hey, just... I got this thing. Come over and check it out. Maybe play on it, and we'll just see what happens. And it's one of the woes of not having a band yet. I'm working on it. Yeah, uh, we're a two piece right now. That's true. I mean, yep. like you just got to find your way there. I mean, that's kind of how you know how Clint did it, and a lot of those other guys did it. You know, around the area, especially those like acoustic style players. Jam night's great for that. Seeing you know, seeing some people that are out, talented individuals. Yeah, really musicians. talented people, and it's like, are you doing anything right now? Right, you know, right. no. Well. Have I got something for you, yep. you know? <laughs> and so, like, that's the kind of stuff that I think is fun about jam nights is just running into people like that or getting to play, like, you know, with people that you're just like, I wouldn't normally get to play with people like this. Um, Better bring it. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll disclose it on the podcast because if you're listening, it's like, this is, why not? This is what it's for. But, like, at the last jam night, I kind of, like, secretly went, went outside and, like, told my fanboy story where it's like, I don't really get to play, you know, too much with, like, you know, some of these people. And I remember, like getting to play with Jeremy Ober at a Patty's pub jam once. I was just like, Oh yeah, this Very is cool. good. This is going to be super cool. You know? Very Cause like cool. I looked up to Jeremy for like, you know, 10 plus years in the area as a, like a musician. So I was like, this is going to be sweet, you know? And yeah, we get cool. done to play and it was just like, that was cool. But I didn't get to play East side window with him. So bummer, oh, you know? So I was actually like, featuring brutal Republic on one of my new songs that I'm not going to release. I'm gonna, I got about four I'm working on. I'm going to put out an album, I think, here sometime in the future. So. Oh, cool. So you're going to try and like feature people around the area on yep. like most of those songs and oh, stuff? Yep. Not all of them, but... Yeah, it's really cool, man. And, uh, you know, gosh, I just think like that's something I, I've always tried my best to do is like find some way to incorporate somebody else into what you're doing, you know, if nothing else. I mean, that's obviously all I have on my podcast to do anyways, but like why not try to incorporate somebody else into, yeah. into something else you have going on or like... Uh, you know, if, if you and him like kind of use each other to lean on, you can get to a lot farther than, sure. than anywhere else, you know. Um, same thing with like Dan, you know. I'm, Dan can do the acoustic sing guitar thing too, but like, yeah. you know, put an electric guitar in his hands and stick him next to you. Like you guys could, you know, might be able to go farther than just you alone or just him right. alone, you know. Or and if one of these songs takes off, I mean, I'm bringing some people with, you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's how I feel. So. Yeah, why not? 100%. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, how many songs have you put out now? Let me let me ask you that. Three. Come so, back home. She's funky and uh, hammer down. Hammer down. Hammer down's out. I guess I didn't know that. Yep. 
Sweet. So is that like available on you know all the all the places? I guess. Oh, everywhere you stream music. Yep. Yep. Uh, YouTube as well. I'm YouTube. assuming. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's on YouTube Music. Yep. Yep. So then it's also you can make a TikTok. I was going to say songs. probably TikTok, probably yeah. Instagram as well. Yep. You know, do the whole story thing. Yep. That's really cool. Somebody makes a viral TikTok dance. There we go. Let's do it. Yeah, she's the funky. she's funky dance. Let's Run see it. it. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm in. Let's uh, let's start it out here in Fort Dodge and see how far I like it can it. go. You know. And that's another cool thing about like the northern Iowa area. A lot of you guys are really supportive of one another. Like I said, jumping on each other's tracks and playing things with one another. You know, going to jam nights, adding flavor to one another's songs. Um, you know, as far as like even uh, how do I you play you made this song? How do I play this song? You know, or like going yeah. along and just playing somebody else's tune. You know, or like like I. I was always saying, like, with, with Ober, you know, it's like, I'd love to play East Side Window, you know, and one time at a, at a Barnum Jam, it happened, you know, and it was like, I think I kind of know how to play East Side Window, yeah, you yeah. know, and so then it was just like, I know how to play this song, so, like, at the last jam night, yeah, like, let's, fun. let's play one of <clears throat> Ober's songs, you know, and it, it made me feel really good to be like, you know, I'm playing this, so people are going to be like, this is cool, but, like, the whole time I'm like, somebody else wrote this, and I think he's cool, and he's, like, yeah. a local guy, too, and you can just be like, check his stuff out, you know? Heck yeah. I'd love, I'll cover some of them guys' songs eventually. Yeah. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's the best. And I, and that's the other thing is like a lot of people are pretty open and honest with it about like kind of trying to be like, okay, this is how you play it. Cause I know that like in the Des Moines, you know, punk scene, uh, there's a handful of people down there that are trying to do their best to like exchange songs and things. So like some of us are getting our music ready like that, where it's like, well, this is the bare bones basic of how you would play it, like with just lyrics and chords. So, All right. So they're getting your song out there or vice versa. Yeah. You know, or we're going to, there's a couple of people in the talks of like possibly doing a whole, like, let's do like five bands on an EP and everybody covers somebody else's song, you know? So, you know, so it, you, you know, I feel like something like that would be really cool. Even around this what, area. Who knows what spin they might put on your song that you didn't think about, too. Yeah. Even around here, that would be really cool to do, like, you know, what would, you know, what would it sound like if somebody else did She's Funky, you know, or, you know, or like... I think that was badass. You know, like, <laughs> it'd be freaking sweet, yeah. you know, and I I don't know. At a jam night, you never know. You might, you might hear it. And, uh, you know, that's the other thing. Like I said, there's people around this area that are just as nice about being like, well, here's the lyrics if you want to play it, you know. Yeah, that's and, true. You know, um... I had to scrounge up my lyrics. I found them online actually, but, uh, but I did find the lyrics and, and was just like, I'm going to do this, you know? And of course, once Jeremy showed up, I was just like, ah, I'm not going to play this again, you know, but like maybe next time, maybe next time, you know, next video we put out, I want to put the words as it's singing. I think that'd be cool. Oh yeah. Yep. Do like almost a lyric video. Yep. Lyric know? video. That'd be cool. I saw that like, okay, so it's obviously a little easier to do a lyric video you can just do graphics and you don't have to do any visual yeah, like slideshow yeah but i've seen people starting to mix the two like you said there's like it's, it's a lyric video but it has like there's a tiny bit of a story going on that's how i wanted to do hammer down like with the tough trucks or something get some of that footage oh that'd be so cool yeah, yeah. that'd be so cool man yeah and i mean like it's not super hard um and i mean obviously everything costs money and you know money's not you know something everybody has like a ton of disposable money these days but like an iPhone and a tripod, like, you know, big things. You, you probably already got a, you know, you need an iPhone, whatever, whatever phone you got, you got Motorola, whatever nonsense. I don't care. I don't know what phones are being made right now, <laughs> but like, <laughs> obviously, but yeah, uh, you just go get a tripod and on, uh, you know, Amazon or whatever. It's, boom. You're making videos. Yeah. 20 bucks. And that's, that's all I, for the most part I'm doing. It's just like phone, you know, recording and stuff. And, uh, you know, it comes down to that just being something that, you know, if you can do something, I guess, why not? And that's probably like some of your mentality with like this music and stuff. It's like, well, like if I can play music, why not? You yeah. know? And, uh, like 
how did you end up like turning the corner from being like, well, I'm, I, I can play music and I'll just sit here and like, cause like, I think I want to say one of the first times I saw you was at a jam night. I don't know if it was the first jam night you went to or not, but like one of the first times I saw you was at a jam night and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, where'd this guy come from? You know, like what, you know, I was wondering like what entices people to come out and try and play music, you know? I played like seven years ago in a band, Dirty Thunder. We mm-hmm. uh, we were like a four piece, five piece at one point, and we rock shows. Then we broke up, and people had you know life going on. And then I hurt my knee like about a year and a half, two years ago, and I told myself that I was just gonna get better at guitar. I'm gonna be sitting around. You're gonna be picking up your guitar. I started singing. Heard about Jam Night. Went over there, and like you said, started doing that stuff, and it started kind of getting better. I was having fun, and and it just snowballed. And I just kept going, grinding. I quit being scared of what people thought, how I sounded singing, and I just grinded it out, got my chops up, got better, and it's 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 a lot of fun right now. Yeah, man. I think that's some of the funnest things, too, is like um, just being like I've taught guitar lessons, so I always think like the only way that someone's going to want to like keep coming back every week and learning more is if it's fun for them. So you got to try and find ways to make it fun where it's like, oh, yeah. you know, here's like three chords, but did you know you could play like these 16 songs with these three chords? Absolutely. And then, and then, and then you know the kids are like whoa because you know they're going to have heard at least a few of them you know keeps you going and you're just like wow i didn't know that so it's like yeah it's like if you can switch between them pretty quick and then you can wham you can play a song you know you can play these 16 songs you know or whatever and let's you start doing stuff like that for kids and they're just like this is really cool you know that's the same thing at jam nights where like when you're in an environment where people are all you know for the most part very very positive towards one another and uh, i don't say you know not always but like (laughs) you know some some vibe it's a good vibe it's it's a very good vibe and people are always willing to help each other like i've you know there's been songs where like i've been up there or dan's been up there and we're struggling to find the key and you know somebody else you know hollers out what's we're in this key or whatever like that or you know it's it i think come back home was like the first original song i ever did at the jam night and i was i was so nervous and just went up (laughs) and did it 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 did good and yeah i was so nervous though yeah, well, and you're putting yourself out there, putting out you know your original stuff to people. You're putting yourself out there a little bit, dude. I get that. I get that 100. percent I'm. That's the one reason that I I hide most of my stuff is because it's like you are really literally like putting your heart on your sleeve out oh, there yeah, to somebody, you, to. you know, or just. And it's tough because like I get it. Like everyone's not gonna like everything, so eventually you're gonna play something where people are just like, you know, this one's cool, yeah, but and in the, in the, you're gonna realize the claps are louder for other songs, but like, and you gotta realize that's all right, and it doesn't matter too much about you know stuff the, like that. That's the tough part. That's the yeah. tough part is like the yeah. overcoming that, you know, because like I said, eventually someone's gonna stomp on you a little bit, and you just gotta like, you gotta overcome. You gotta, yeah, push you know, through. get to the next level. Because I mean, I don't know, we glossed over it a couple times on jam nights, but like. Um, I did talk about it a little bit at, on the McAllister Hours podcast that I was on not terribly long ago. But, like, I was at a jam night and that um, I got shushed by somebody while I was playing a song, you know. And I was just like, this is not happening, you know. What? And I just, like, I just lost it and was like, ah, just yelled a bunch. I was like, why would you do that, you know. And it's, like, I get it. Like, uh, I probably should have just powered through it, you know. But, like, I drove home and I'm just like, I suck at guitar, you know, oh, like man. I suck at singing. And then, but like, you know, a couple of days go by and you're like, I don't know, I'm not that bad. You know, and I was like, I'm never going to another jam night again, but I was at the next jam night playing, well, you know, good. playing and singing. Yeah. You know, but it was, it's one of those things, like you said, if, if you ever feel like that, you get down, it's like, you gotta, you gotta get back up and yeah. go somewhere else Take or, stride. you know, try it again. Or I'm still, I'm learning every show. Like my, our set list is rotating. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm still learning every learning show. I can't, every show. I can't wait for another bassist to show up so I can sit there and start watching what they're doing. Cause 
I'm starting to play the bass a little more and I'm having fun with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, so if anybody's playing bass, show up to the Barnum Jams on Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, Barnum, Iowa. You know, and that's like a, another cool thing is like you have your own like little audience of people there to just try it out on, you know, whether or not it's just somebody passing through eating or somebody just, you know, pulled in for a drink and Oh, yeah, and I think whatever. there's definitely a local crowd, especially just for Tuesdays. I think there's people that just stop in on Tuesdays just for that. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I do know a gentleman that like every time I go to, you know, I oh, you play music. It's like you should go to the Barnum Jam. You know, it's the only one I know of that's kind of localish and close to both of us, you yeah. know, so I'm always just like, you should check this out. It's tons of fun even if you just play a little bit you know you can go up there and just be like just play something like this make it yeah. you know bluesy and simple and you know just try your best not to like st- stand out too much or get in the way or, or be too like ludicrously flashy you know and it's awesome how they got it going clint and ashton at the junkyard that's awesome yeah i mean hats off to clint and uh ashton ashton yeah. dylan clint Riedel. uh clint plays music out there it's kind of his jam night and uh the junkyard that's ashton dylan you know managing the junkyard helping us out that's awesome. A, yeah, I mean, it's a great place, too. I mean, you can go out there and grab a bite to eat. Most of the time, they're they're pretty good about it because, like I said, the jam night will start at 7, and, and now they're to the point where they're like, hey, we're going to shut the fryers off. Any of you guys need food or anything? Yeah, some yeah. of us come in kind of late, and it's like, yeah. all right, yeah, I forgot to order some food. Hook me up with some food, you know? And Very cool. Yeah, it's really kind of neat that they'll, you know, they're starting to to really know their clientele and the people that are coming there playing music and they're they're helping out with you know some of our kind of vices that we have as far as like coming in late and eating food and we're like oh i forgot to eat today <laughs> yeah like do you have the fry you know i was like there was nothing worse than showing up like can i get a hamburger it's like i shut no. the grill off like a half an hour ago it's like god oh, i didn't realize mm. it was 9 30 like well my bad so starving <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, that's like the only, like I'd say bad thing about it is it's, it is like a slight ways away. It's like five miles away from, you know, Fort Dodge or so. It's easy not, trick. Yeah. It's just an easy, easy little drive though to, to swing out. And, you know, for the most part, there's usually like an instrument there. If somebody, you know, you don't have one, I've got like a cheap, I usually bring a cheap bass and yep. a cheap amp and it's like, well, it's not, you know, it's not high flash, you know, stuff, but it's, it'll work. It'll, oh yeah. You can jam. Yeah. And I mean, I had brad you know i told him i was like i'm just bringing this to jam nights if you ever want to show up you know and not bring your stuff and he's just like tone is in the fingers you know and i was like well you know that's true that's true you know i guess to an extent but um i'm also just playing the bass and being new at the bass i can't figure i can't figure out bass tones you i'm know? very new at the bass i'd say you've got a little experience yeah <laughs> well i mean just for the simple fact i've had one in my hands a little bit longer than you but yeah. uh but twice you know, now i think i've played bass yeah twice ever ever Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was right because we played we played going down uh, as the first song that you ever played on bass, yep. and uh, not only that, but uh, you played bass on uh, um, East Side Window when I played East Side Window when I covered that at Jam Night too. That's correct. Also, so, uh, eat your heart out, Trevino and and uh, Ober. We're coming for you. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> Heavy hitters. Man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we just need a drummer and we're on. It's on. <laughs> we're gonna battle the bands. Oh, man, for that. <laughs> you know, it would be really cool to have something kind of like that, you know, but at the same rate, I just, I wish there was more jam nights. I wish there was more occasions where, you know, people could mix it up, you know, different venues. So that way, you know, musicians don't feel like going to one venue would, you know, be more likely to go to another I'm one. Or... really, really fall in love with like the Rock and Picnic. Uh, we did Ackley Park Fest. I came up and played at a set break for the Ramblers and Tank Anthony played after that, camped. That was a great time. I'm, I love that vibe. Yeah, like the whole uh, like street dance kind of that type of yeah, deal. Yeah, camping too. That was a blast. Oh my gosh, the yep. campground. Yeah, there was I, there was a, like a 
two hour, three hour long jam around the campfire after all the festivities were shut down. Oh yeah, that's blast. really cool. I remember uh, somebody had hit me up and said you should swing out to this, and it was like it was a little ways for me. I probably had something going on. Here's an excuse or two. How many do you want? <laughs> I got. I can. I was so busy with school. No, I don't know. Really but good like, time. You no, know, that's like super cool to have that kind of stuff happen. You know, especially when you're just like. You know, I don't, you know, I don't see Tank Anthony almost, you know, ever. I've, I haven't seen him live, but I have seen him in person before. So like, mm-hmm. but at the same rate, like, I don't know. I need to have him on the podcast sometime to get to know him. Tank, you listening? Hit me up. No, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's, that's really cool to be able to like sit down with those people or at least get them to listen to some of your music. Cause you know, you're starting to find out that as a musician, you might have your Friday and Saturday booked. And guess what? You don't get to go see any of your buddies play no, music yeah. now. Same. You know? So, yep. so That's what's cool about jam, because you get to see people and play with people you don't get to see or play with yeah. ever. You know, it's like, well, this person's in another band. They're playing with these people, but they're yeah. like, they're busy every, you know, Saturday and every Friday, just like you are, you know? And that was, speaking of that kind of stuff, um, I hope that background, I don't think that background noise is coming through too loud, but... uh it's, it's terrible like five when I try and record in the studio. <laughs> Something's always going on. Out yeah. There. But, uh, you know, like, uh, oh, gosh, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, jamming with buddies and stuff like that. Man, I was on, I was on a tangent. That, that background noise got me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew. Um, but, yeah, you get to play with, like, people that wouldn't normally get to play with you. Oh, as far as playing, like, shows and stuff like that. So, like, uh, I started to notice, like, you play shows sometimes at places that, like, I mean, the easiest thing would be to like, you know, just kind of tail behind some people like, oh, you play here. And then it's just like you just go to the place and you say, hey, I play this music, too. Here's some videos online or you send them a message and just be like, if you're interested, let me know. Uh, But you're playing at places that, you know, I don't normally see other people around the area playing at. It's kind of cool. You know, how do you like uh, how do you, you know, track down most of your shows as far as that? Or do people are people starting to track you down? They're they're starting to hit me up now. Like, (laughs) uh, like, you know, stuff like the rock and picnic or jam night. Somebody bops through. Oh, yeah. We just did a private party at Jewel, and I think we got two gigs out of that from the people that were there. So it's just stuff like that. That's really cool. You know, um, as far as, like, just having people watch you, kind of hit you up. Um, Very cool to hear somebody see you, not when you're playing, but they they come up to you and say they saw you play, and it was a great time. You rocked it. That that stuff's awesome. Yeah, there's definitely nothing better than that. Like, uh, you know, post-playing at the Rock and Picnic, I'm sure you had some of this where people were tracking you down or saying good job and stuff. And, like, I recall, you know, the same situation when I played a show there, and, you know, people... You know, people really do appreciate it. And it's not to say that, like, we're not, you know, super professionals, but people treat us like we're professionals, you know, sometimes. And it's just like, dude, you're so good. You have business cards, you know, and like, can you play private shows? And how, I mean, they're asking Mm -hmm. all these questions. And it's like, oh, I wasn't prepared for any of this. You know, you know, it's just like, no, I don't have business cards. I don't even have a Facebook page. I don't have nothing, you know. You know, and that's the best, that's the best and only way to do it. You know, I'm doing the same thing, learning as I go. And, you know, I'm, I'm learning from you just as much as, you know, you guys are learning from me. I mean, you're, you're ahead of me in like, as far as knowing how to like set levels and do record stuff, you know, and, and you've got people that you're learning from, you Absolutely. know, so it's kind of nice. Cause I get to learn, you know, stuff from you and you get to learn stuff from other people and everybody's, it's this giant knowledge train and nobody's like trying to hide this stuff at all. And that's one of the best parts about, you know, this scene, as far as, you know, I'm concerned is you're even like helping other people record stuff to the point where you're just like, Hey, you know, you've got some stuff, just bring, bring that over and we'll do a quick track of that. that. We'll try that real quick, you know? So you're, you're letting people come over with like a, you know, a couple instruments and, and record little scratch tracks of their own stuff, which is kind of nice, you know? And 
more I learn, the more frequent that could get, you know, more yeah. I learn the software more and stuff. So yeah, it takes less time. The more and more you learn, yeah. it's like, Oh, I don't have to take all this time to set all this stuff up. And you know, that's another really good thing is, is starting to learn that kind of stuff. And it, it's, it is a giant learning curve. It's no different than, you know, me trying to figure out how to do the podcast. It's like, you, like I was telling you beforehand, you listen to some of the first episodes and it's like, what's compression? I've never heard of it, you know? So, <laughs> right. so the unfortunate thing is if someone's got their mic far away, it's like, they're just talking and it's like, I can barely hear what, the, you know, mm-hmm. it's not compressed at all. But, you know, luckily now I've like figured out a little bit of that, how to set levels and, and help audio a little bit at least. But, you know, and, uh, you know, I was like, I don't want to do video. It's too much stuff to do. And now it's, you know, I've figured out a way it's to you know, simplify it a little bit, you know, and make it a little bit more worth the time. So if anybody's listening and you want to watch the video, there's a video on Patreon. There's links down below, whatever. But, uh, you know, it's a good video. speaking of going other places and watching videos, you have a, a YouTube channel for all your music, correct? And that's that is where, correct. That's where most of your music's coming out. Um, if everybody searches, I think Jesse Wilson music, I think it's yep, one, Jesse Wilson one of the first things that'll pop up on YouTube. So there's a couple Jesse Wilson musics, but yeah, I, I, I want to say that you're more active than them. Cause I, I, either that or like my Google is starting to tailor too much to me, but it's starting to, <laughs> if I search some of my buddies, like it's usually one of the first returns. So it should be, otherwise I'll put a link to that down below. So everybody cool. make sure you go there and hit subscribe and, and check out that music video, uh, for come back home, check out come back home. Yeah, man. That's really great. I, uh, and as far as I've progressed is making and recording and doing shows and stuff, I've you know I feel like I've come a long way since that song already in a, you know a few months. So yeah, yeah. I mean, not that you know, that's the thing that's it's tough to look back at stuff and it's not like it's not good. It, it is. I judge the crap out of it. Yeah, my old stuff. It, yeah, it's so tough to do that, but it's yeah. not like it's not good. You just have to be like, oh, that was a thing. We did that. Look how much better it is now. And, oh, yeah. But that's also like some of the toughest parts about pulling the trigger on music. Like, do I write a song and then record it and then play it, or do I write a song and then play it four thousand times until I? have mushed it into something I like now that's better and then record it, you know, cause it's kind of fun seeing how it just becomes its own thing as you're building this, like come back home. We just started doing it, me and Brad, and it just started building into this thing that, yeah. Yeah. It becomes bigger than what it was initially. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. You know, and that's another thing, like maybe you start a band and when you have a band, like you guys start playing, come back home and it sounds a little bit different than, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I mean, obviously like same chord, same like type of stuff, but maybe the rhythm's a little bit different or they're like the leads are slightly different or like things. And it's just like, Oh, this has a different feel to it, but same song with different feel, right. you know? And so maybe you'll end up with something like that and like, yeah, maybe we'll re-record a second version of it, you know, yeah, as absolutely. like with, as a band, you know, or or whatever. And you know, that'd be a you know a fun thing to like do. That. That'd be a fun idea to do, you know, like Man. now that you've got these kind of things down, where you're, you know, you've you're gonna record stuff, obviously, and try and bring in some sort of like other instrumentals as well. But like, oh, yeah. have you ever thought about just doing just solo, only solo, solo material, like just being? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm starting to write and do some solo stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's all solo stuff. I just. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's either me and a guitar or, yeah, you know, I could play a little lead over it and produce a beat, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, like like we said earlier, it's just like you're just adding the ingredients to, you know. Absolutely, you know, yeah. It's like, like I said, who wouldn't want pepperoni on their pizza? Who wants great just ingredients pizza? around Fort Dodge. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yes. <laughs> better ingredients, better music, Fort Dodge. <laughs> No, that's pretty cool, though. Like, uh, oh, we got 40 minutes in already. This is, this is a really good podcast. So, like... What kind of stuff do you see yourself doing in the future? I mean, like, obviously, like, the goal is to just keep playing music and stuff like that. But do you, uh, do you have any, like, 
goals of trying to like maybe branch out like even farther outside of the Fort Dodge or Northern Absolutely. Iowa area? Uh, it's like, like I said, we did a private party in Jewel. And we got some gigs out of that. I, uh, I just want to keep recording, writing, and uh, performing music. And it's been kind of a short, wild ride so far. And I'm very excited to see where it's going to go after this. So I just take her as far as we can go. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I'm aiming for the, the state fair circuit. We'll start there. Not impossible. There we Not go. impossible. I, I know people who have played on it. And uh, one of the cool things about it is once you kind of get in there, they remember you the next year. And you, so the people you meet, yeah, so cool too. And I, like I said, I don't know any of the people that like do any of the hiring for that, but I do know a handful of people who have been hired for it multiple times. Very so cool. like it's it's not an impossibility, um, especially you know playing your kind of music. It's a uh, so it's state fair music, man. <laughs> Whoever's listening from the state fair board, <laughs> Jesse Wilson music on Facebook. Thank you, thank you. No, it's uh that'd be really cool though. I would absolutely love to play the state fair or something like that. Um, Open up for some bigger names or something. That'd be very cool. Yeah, I mean, I that's the other thing is I'm I keep thinking to myself like I do play in a punk band and stuff like that, and you know most of the stuff I end up like writing is usually like kind of metal or sounding or like more melodic sounding and you know that's the kind of stuff that i just like write when i'm bored mm. but i like playing like blues kind of stuff so I'm, I'm in these like weird areas where i can't really like pick a lane and go with it you know but i don't say pick a lane I, you know what i mean yeah i mean it could just mush them all together but it's tough to be like uh who wants to play this kind of music at places and stuff like mm. that but i have also thought you know i'm not much of a lyricist i don't write much for lyrics and uh you know so i don't really know who would want to listen to instrumental only and I'm in this like kind of weird area, but like, you know, like I said, you're playing that kind of, uh, it's not quite new country, but it's got that kind of feel, uh, like every song has its own little bit of something that it feels, sure. you know, like come back home is, is a little bit more, you know, what I would call like a new country ish feel. Yep, um, it's that. got, you know, harmonica, but it's got distorted guitar and stuff like that yeah. in there too. So, but like, she's funky. Uh, that one, you know, you play that one. That's, a. Uh, that one sounds funky, quite obviously, oh, yeah. you know. So Check like that out for sure. Yeah, everything's got its own feel to it. You know, it kind of takes its own its own, you know, feel. Some of that has to be obviously because of who's playing along with you and so everything's got a little bit of a different feel, but at the same rate like I'm sure you're driving some of that home and some of that comes from like your personal listening Absolutely, background. Yeah. Have you ever like what's your kind of favorite music to listen to if you're just cruising around? Man, Jesse Wilson music right now, but uh... <laughs> uh, I, I like listen. I listen to everything from David Allen Coe to Yellow Wolf, Tyler Childers, everything. Listen to a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, I also feel like some of that can kind of like show who the musician is. And I mean, as of late, the only music that I I listen to for the most part is like if I'm disc golfing, I'll put on some like blues music or something that's you know easy to you know just hear and not pay too close attention to. Um, otherwise I'm just listening to local music, but it's kind of cool that, you know, you know, you keep putting music out. I have to make sure I got your new tunes in the Iowa playlist that I have, but there's cool. a Spotify playlist. If anybody looks, um, I'm trying to make playlists for all the music I can find in Iowa and, and stuff like cool. that, you know, and I got your music video on, you know, it's on the audible farm playlist for Iowa music videos. I so. recently uploaded that to my Facebook too, to get a little more exposure. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. I really, really do appreciate it. And that's yeah. the other thing is like, uh, you know, the YouTube channel trying to like, you know, build up a YouTube channel and do things with that or, or like 
slowly like trying to professionalize things just a little bit, mm. you know, and, and it never ends. Cause I mean, I'll, I'll do that. And then I'll come back like six months later and be like, I do need to change my YouTube channel just a little bit and uh, reorganize it a little bit, you know, or do right. something else with it or mine's a mess, but there's lots of content on there. Yeah, absolutely. Playing at the apartment here and looping and live looping stuff like that. That's one of the other cool things is like, you can play by yourself just singing and, and just playing guitar. Or you can like add in loops and it makes like little drum beat type things. Or you can like boxing. Yeah. Or you can play like backing guitars to your own stuff with your looper and like dual guitars and things like that. You do all sorts of cool stuff with that. And um I mean that was one of my favorite things about like seeing you live is it's just um you know when I saw you play at jam night, it was like, oh, he doesn't have all that stuff, you know, and I know that that's what he does. Like, let's, but I also know that, like, you can do just as well without it. Sure, so it's, sure. you know, and that's uh, something else. Like, now you're playing with Dan Blair and you got, like, this duo thing going. So you guys have to, like, learn how to give each other enough room and yep. and breathe with each other. And, and, you know, like, we're learning. It's yeah. Getting there, though. I mean, I'm, I'm just as not good at it as the next guy because I haven't done too much of it, you know. So I would have to figure out, like, where's the best way or, like, how many verses should I give him, you know, through to solo or, like, is, is he done soloing or right, like, does right. he know, does he know that I'm kind of come back and sing here? You know, you get the hand signals. I think the funniest one I heard, and I, I forgot about who told it. Somebody was like this one. <laughs> it's like, that either means wrap it up <laughs> or, or, keep it going. or let's go another round. You know? <laughs> That's confusing. <laughs> yeah. So the hand signals are always a tough one to kind of get used to and things like that, you know, and, um, it always just kind of, you know, makes me smile to see, you know, people figuring that stuff out. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, you've got all sorts of different dynamics to your music. So like just to pigeonhole you as like uh, a new country guys, like yep, I would I definitely say it would be unfair. Yeah. Um, Cause like I said, every song you release is you with other musicians around the area and you make, you know, something that's totally, you know, independently your own as a, as a recorded piece of art. And then you go to jam nights. It's like, well, this is what it sounds like when it's just me, you know, cause this is me working on my stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And then when you go out and play live shows, you know, now you're starting to bring, you know, Dan Blair with you. And it's like, well, this is me with a duo, you know, you and put your full effect on your songs, you know? Yeah. Very you know, cool. it's, it's really starting to, it starts to like, it's like almost like here is the, uh, finished material. And then you go to like jam nights and like, this is how it started. Sure. And then then at live shows, it's like, this is how we add stuff to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's almost like a stair step your way right on through. Oh yeah. Got it. What would, uh, what would be like if you could add like another, I mean, obviously bass and drums, but like, would you be against like a keyboardist or like maybe something like you seem like the kind of person that would be like, bring a freaking DJ table up here. Yeah, no, it'd be cool. All that. Uh, I would. I wouldn't be against like a saxophone. Maybe bust out tequila. Dude, I know Dan. Dan knows a saxophonist. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, cool. Bug him about it. I, I know. I know the guy as well. He would be very happy to cool. to at least come play. So uh, jam night. Let's try it out, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's the only bad thing is like uh, you know he lives. I think he lives up in the Algona area, so it'd be kind of a a jaunt for oh, him. Yeah, yeah. But but at the same rate, you know that's one of those things why not you know and we're trying to get more people to come out as a matter of fact i i had talked to a guy and he showed up at the last jam night and he plays um his thing is he he knows all the chords he can play them he just has he can't switch between them very fast so mm. he like didn't want to get up there and mm. and stuff but like 
I, I totally get that. I was there. I've, oh, yeah. I've taught people that were at that point, and it's it's kind of a weird, monotonous area to get past. But like once you're past it, you're like it unlocks. Sick. It's just like something happens Same in with your like brain. Standing up if you've always played sitting down or oh, singing and playing yeah. together. Oh my gosh, uh, standing up and sitting down is like a silently weird thing. Uh, I showed you a video of Joe Satriani. He wrote a solo sitting down, and realized he couldn't play it standing up. Oh wow! And then he like. When he goes and plays it live, he has to have, like, somebody walks out there with, like, a black shirt and black pants on, so they're, like, hiding against the backdrop. That's crazy. And they put a chair out there for him. That's crazy. So when he gets to the solo, he has to sit down and play a solo and then stand back up and finish it. When I was in a band called Dirty Thunder, uh, like I said years ago, uh, I played sitting down the whole time, and we had a show in, like, a week, and I'm like, I've never played standing up before. And it was, an, I had to adjust in, like, a couple weeks to the songs. It was crazy. Yeah, it's it's Crazy. it's definitely weird because like um, your hand, like your arm, is in a different spot, mm-hmm. so your hand is bent at a different degree and a different. Can't area. see all the you know the fretboard very good. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. It's definitely weird. Um, I, I mean, as far as playing like a guitar in your lap, like it's almost like pitched towards your face more. You know, right, you can see everything. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I totally get what you're saying. It's how how did it all fare out? It fared out. I mean, like I say, it probably wasn't the best show because it was the first show, but yeah. it was, yeah, scary. Sitting down and learning to play stand-up for the first show. It's crazy. Dude, uh, well, you're playing guitar with Dan and stuff. Well, me and Dan were in a band in high school, and our first show, we played in front of our peers, like, before prom. Oh, man. It was uh, it was not bad, but, like, it was a bunch of super judgmental teenage kids. Sure. And so, like, it was not the greatest response ever, and it was just, like, the whole time just sweating bullets, you know? Oh, I bet. Then you I get imagine. down, and you're like, I don't even know if they like this or not, <laughs> you know? Like, it was rough. You know, first shows are definitely some of the toughest things ever. Absolutely. I uh, wonder how Dan felt kind of coming back and playing shows. I mean, I guess, you know, he said he, he felt, like I said, he, earlier in the podcast, he felt pretty good about it, you know? Yeah, he did, he did well. But, uh, you know, I wonder if he, like, went through some more nerves um, I was, uh, uh, that was a weird one. You're going to hear that on the podcast. Uh, my voice <laughs> cracked. No, I'm not even, I'm not editing that out. I'll leave it in. I'll leave it. No, but like I was talking to somebody and they were like, it's weird. Cause like before you play shows, sometimes you get nervous and, and the more shows you play, the less nervous you get quite obviously. And like, it's no different at jam nights. The more you get up there, the more you just feel like, Absolutely. like, like I, I fit in here. Like, you know, and so I always think about that kind of stuff. And I've thought about some of my buddies that are like way better at guitar, but at playing shows, sometimes they like freeze up or biff things because they're mm-hmm. nervous or, or whatever. Maybe they sit down and play stuff and this is the first time standing up. Right. You never know, you know, it could be some of that stuff too. And, uh, but you know, it's, you just you get more comfortable playing the more you play. And Oh yeah. It's starting to be fun now. I used, I was getting nervous for, you know, the bigger shows we were doing, but now it's getting comfortable and you know, you, you, you practice, you get your, you get your material ready and it's, you have fun, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you said it, like, I think you said some of the best was like, uh, this is where, you know, preparation meets opportunity. Oh, yeah. You know, and you're, you've always been, you know, pretty good about that kind of stuff as far as like, oh, I gotta, you know, I'm practiced up. It's not like, obviously, like, my my situation is zero preparation, you know? So, like, I, I know how to play a lot of songs. I know how to do, like, all the stuff you're doing, but I don't I don't practice and prepare for any of it, right. so I can't do it. Right. You know, and you can because you've put the time and energy in. Even and, the gig, that's, like, a practice for the next one, you know? Yeah. You just Constantly keep, learning. Just keep going and keep going, and that's that's the thing is you're out there doing that stuff, and I'm not, and it, it's not like I'm like, oh, I should be, but it's like you're putting in the time and hours, and you're, you're preparing, like, Every, like you said, each and every gig is a preparation for the next gig, yep. and you're always you're Constantly always 
learning. honing your craft, going to jam nights. Does this song work? I've never played it before. This is a great place it's to great play. Great place it, you know? to bust out a, a new tune you wrote or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or and something you never played. You start to figure out like, well, it went good, but when I you know sang and played this part, it was weird. Let's change it a little bit. You know, and you mm-hmm. can you can you know sharpen it up a little bit there. And that's it's really neat that you know you have that capability not everyone has that capability you've got to, you know with that mindset i feel like almost anyone could tackle just about anything though yeah i agree put your mind to it yeah do it go for it yeah exactly do something do it <laughs> oh my gosh well we got we got it pretty close to an hour covered in here um obviously we we talked about the new pot or the new pot and the new music video you got that came out the new music video was uh come back home come since back home. since then you've dropped two songs correct and uh they're all available every streaming service yep. uh as well as on youtube music they're there uh music video for come back home is in the description section so everybody check, check out. that out and then right below that will be all of jesse's links for instagram and facebook and and there it is so, appreciate you bro thanks for abs- having me absolutely thanks for uh letting me join you on the podcast you know it's it's not always Anytime. easy finding guests and it's it's one of those weird things where it's like it doesn't feel like it's been very long since i've talked to you but you got a lot of stuff done in that cool. short amount of time Heck so it's yeah. really cool man i really appreciate it appreciate you brother absolutely we'll check you later later Hey, there's another episode in the bank. Make sure you check out Jesse's music video. I got a link for it down below. It'll be the first link in the description section. There will also be links to all of Jesse's stuff down below, uh, Facebook and Instagram and, and just about anything else I can scrounge up, including his YouTube channel. So check that out. He's got some cool stuff going on. Uh, you know, like I said, he's been pumping out a song every every couple of months. It seems like he's got a new song that's that's coming out. So check it out. He's got, you know, he's working. He's working hard. And that's what it comes down to is just uh, not being stagnant. And he's doing a pretty darn good job of it. So hats off, Jesse. Uh, I commend you for all your efforts and, and being proactive and creating music and, and going to jam nights and finding guys to play guitar with and and you know heck after we recorded this episode he even threw me on a couple tracks that he's recording just for fun we kind of recorded stuff i don't know if any of what i recorded will stick but that's kind of just the fun part about what jesse's doing he's just kind of inviting people over and saying hey record something here and we'll see what happens you never know so uh hey if you guys think you can drop something on one of jesse's tracks maybe hit him up maybe hit him up uh check out all of his links down below and make sure you follow and subscribe and, and check out that music video and uh, speaking of following and subscribing and all the good stuff, uh, down below that you will find a link to audiblefarm.com. There you will find all of the Audible Farm social medias and links to pretty much everything, including other podcasts in the Iowa area. So if you like this podcast, if you stumbled across it and you think, hey, this is enjoyable, I wonder what else is going on in the music scene in Iowa, go check it out. Go to audiblefarm.com, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find a bunch of links to other, other radio shows and podcasts and things of that nature. So check that out. Uh, otherwise, the Audible Farm shop is up. Audible Farm shop, it's one of the easiest ways to get an Audible Farm t-shirt or hoodie. I am sold out of a few sizes. So uh, check the availabilities at the Audible Farm shop at shop.audiblefarm.com. There is also an Audible Farm Patreon page. The Audible Farm Patreon page has video versions of the podcast. If you guys want to watch video versions of the podcast, go to the Audible Farm Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash audible farm and uh, it's only a dollar a month a dollar a month will get you all the episodes so most months that'll get you four episodes and uh, the cool part about it is you can go watch all the backlog stuff so if you're just finding out about the patreon now and you sign up now you will get all of the old video episodes starting at episode 100 um, trying to do a little bit more stuff to keep everybody involved with the podcast here so if you guys are looking for video versions they are available 
Uh, sometimes some fun stuff happens in the video versions, and I'm, I'm trying my best to, to do some fun stuff with the video versions. So check those out if you guys are interested. Otherwise, the audio versions are always free. They'll be free everywhere, including our YouTube channel. So if you guys are looking for something to uh, subscribe to on the YouTube, check out our YouTube channel. There's, there's clips, free podcasts, uh, guitar mod videos, live band videos, and, and so much more. So check that out. That's just YouTube.com slash Audible Farm. You'll find it there. Go to the link, hit subscribe, and uh, thank you guys very much for all your support. I'll be back next week with another stellar guest. Peace.